All right, so you're looking to get started in your first web design business, and you don't know exactly what you need to get, what you need to do, or where you need to start. If you find yourself in that situation, then this episode of the podcast is for you. Welcome along. I'm Steve Schramm, the host here of the Subscription Web Design Podcast, and I got to admit, this episode is going to be a little bit different, but it's always a good reminder and refresher for my more seasoned people. But this is an episode really geared towards the newbie, right? Someone who's coming in, they're fairly new to this game, and they're saying, what all different things do I need? I create this episode because there are a lot of people who even come into my program, uh, my subscription web design uh, insiders program, who are new right? And they uh, didn't have this information when they even started in the program. And so sharing it on the podcast, I think is a great way to honor the fact that we have a lot of people listening in the audience who are new and who need to get a handle and a grasp on the basic sort of technical systems that a web design business needs and specifically a subscription web design business needs. You got to start somewhere and this is going to be the place for you to kind of get a grasp on that. All right. So Let's just go down the list, all right? The first thing you need is a host, all right? You need a host. Now, a host is a place for you to put your website, all right? It is land in real estate terminology, all right? It's an address. The host has to live somewhere, or at least I should say it will have an address, okay? The land is separate from the address, but the land is located at the address, and that is essentially what a host is. There are great hosting companies. So if you're using WordPress, which is what I always recommend, then again, you can work with a hosting company like Squarespace or Cloudways or Namecheap or GoDaddy, though I shudder to, to, you know, to utter the words. Um, not the biggest GoDaddy fan. Anyway, right? So um, there are these different places that are called hosts where your website can live. You'll need to set up an account there. And this is where your website and potentially even your client's websites will live. Sometimes your client is going to host on their own place. Sometimes you might offer for them to host at yours. And uh, well, hosting could be a, a topic all its own. So we're not going to go all into it. But just know that a website has to live on the internet and it has to be on a host. Now, some services use a um, sort of dedicated host, where in other words, where the platform is the host. And we're going to talk about platform next. Let's just go there, okay? So a platform is what sits on top of the host and actually is the is sort of the installation, the application of the website. So again, we use WordPress. The thing about WordPress is WordPress is a platform that can go to different hosts. So I can package up my WordPress website and I can move it to a different place if I think there's a better deal or better customer support or something like that, okay? I can literally package up the website as an entity and move it, similar to the way you watch people on TV sometimes move houses from one place to another. It's like moving a house. It's a lot of work, but you can do it, okay? And it's easier than ever with some of the tools that are available now. So you got a platform like WordPress. Now, some platforms and hosts are sort of one and the same, okay? Squarespace and Wix and Duda, right? These are examples of websites that the, the platform and the host are one and the same. The dangers there, there's quite a few. One danger is cancellation. Um, another danger is security. Uh, another danger is like ownership rights and who owns what and what if they want to, you know, like in what sense do you own a website that is only possible to stand up on one platform? You can't really take it with you places. So there's lots of questions there that you have to think through. But 
The host is the underlying land. The platform sits on top of the land. In some cases, the platform and the host are one and the same. In the case of WordPress, the platform and the host are separate, and you can move them and take them to wherever you'd like. Okay, you with me so far? Good, good, good. Let's keep going. All right, next, you have a theme. All right, now we're stacking here, right? So you have a host. A platform sits on top of the host. Now, a theme sits on top of the platform. Okay, and whether you're Shopify or Wix or Squarespace or WordPress, you can find all sorts of themes that sort of form the foundational design layer skin for the website. Now, in the case of um, some themes like the Divi theme, which is what I use, they are also a page builder. Okay, now some themes have a page builder separate totally from the theme. In other words, you uh, can use a page builder that's compatible with, with a particular theme. But some, the page builder and the theme are sort of all in one. That's the case with Divi. That's the case with Elementor and many others that are out there. Okay. Some of them, they're a little bit separate. And of course, now the best example of this, you have WordPress essentially has a page builder built into the site. I don't necessarily care for it, but they basically do have one built into the site that sort of uses Gutenberg blocks and such. And those things actually live on top of many themes that are compatible with that builder, okay? So anything that you see where it is sort of uh, what they call block-based is going to be compatible with basic WordPress themes in that way. So you've got a host that you need. You need a platform. Then you need a theme. And then potentially you need a page builder, right? Or you buy a page builder and a theme that are all in one. So now we have four separate pieces that could be uh, two separate pieces, right? You could have a, a host and a platform that are, that are all in one and a theme and a page builder that are all in one. If you're Wix and Squarespace, it, it's basically all the same. I mean, you can start with sort of different layouts, um, but the, the page builder is part of the theme, is part of the platform, is part of the host, right? It's all kind of one packaged up thing together, which again, preferable in some circumstances, in my opinion, not preferable if you're the web designer doing client work for other people. I think you want to be in the Word, WordPress ecosystem. Maybe I need a separate uh, episode altogether, just sort of making an argument for being in the WordPress ecosystem. That might be that might be good to do. But anyway, I digress. I think WordPress is where it's at. It's very powerful. You've got the host. You've got the platform. You've got the theme. you got the page builder. You Technically, it's not on my list, but you technically have plugins, right? Plugins augment the functionality of the website. In various ways, you have some plugins that are free, some plugins that are paid. In the case of WordPress, you have some plugins that are part of the platform. You can buy or get them directly through the WordPress repository. Some plugins you have to go download directly from the developer and just search what you need, you know, on Google or, you know, you find out about it in a Facebook group or something like that. Okay. So these are some of the basic technical systems that you're going to need. Now, I'm going to give you three more things, and these are still technical systems, but they are less about the delivery of the work um, and a little bit more about just the handling of the work, all right? So you need an invoicing system, okay? Preferably, you need a system that's going to handle proposals and estimates and invoices and, and follow-up emails and automatic billing and all of that stuff in one. I use Zoho Invoice. There's some great systems out there like Dubsado and 17 Hats. Uh, Moxie, I think, is another system that, that does this, although I could be wrong about that. Okay. So uh, a system that's actually going to handle all of the invoicing for you. Now, you're also going to need a CRM system. 
a system to manage your customer relationships. Again, some of the tools with the invoicing and all of that have the CRM built in. Sometimes the CRM is something entirely different. It's for sales and marketing purposes only. But you're going to want to look into a CRM. Personally, I use a CRM for WordPress called Fluent CRM, and I like it. It's a little bit more for uh, actually doing emails uh, at this time, at the, at the time of this recording. It's more about sending mass emails rather than actually walking people through like a pipeline CRM system. I built my own CRM system in my project management app, Basecamp, and that's what I use for my sort of sales pipeline stuff. But regardless, some sort of system to see where you're at in the flow of, a, of new deals that you're working in and how your leads are stacking up and your sales pipeline and what you've got going on there is essential to keeping new business coming in the door for your web design business. So not only are you going to want technical systems to deliver on the work, but you're going to need a way for clients to pay and you're going to need a way to visualize where you're at in your sales process so that you can get new business coming in the door. And then the final thing that I have wrote down here is a project management system. Probably there has been no bigger change and shift in my business, no noticeable difference um, as big as when we started using a project manager. We use a system called Basecamp. And with Basecamp, everything's on one screen. We can literally look at the details of a project, see all the files related to it, see all the to-dos related to it, all the messages with the client back and forth, and if you scroll down on your project screen, you literally see a time-stamped timeline of activity from day one since the project started. At the top of the project, there's a little needle that is sort of the subjective reflection of the team of where the project is at and where it stands. And it's juxtaposed with the objective reality of the timeline of the project right beneath it. Honestly, it's incredible. Okay, so there's lots of systems like this out there that do project management. My personal recommendation is and will probably always be Basecamp just because of how powerful it is and how aligned I am with their founders and how much I just love the software that they make. So that's it. You need a host, a platform, a theme, a page builder, invoicing, a CRM system, and a project management system. That's what you're going to need to get your subscription web design business off the ground. And look, it sounds like a lot. But it's a lot less than the startup costs and responsibilities for many, 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 many other kinds of businesses. Web design is so lucrative and so freeing because you can start with just the bare necessities and move up from there. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars per month on your business in order to get it going. These tools are relatively inexpensive, most of them, and you can get going right off the bat with very little upfront investment and start making sales yesterday, all right? So I hope this has been a helpful episode for you. A little bit, again, skewed towards the, the newer side of the audience here. But if that's you and you appreciated this, please leave a comment on YouTube. I would appreciate that. I love hearing that, by the way. I love hearing when something I say or you know a, a podcast episode or something has changed the way you think. That makes the biggest difference to me and uh, really keeps me going every single day. So I hope you enjoyed this. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, 
time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.